Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylon.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Welcome to On the Road to Freedom. You've joined us in gorgeous Evergreen, Colorado. It's a beautiful day. I pray that you enjoy the beauty of God's creation. You know, the reason why we film on location is because we want you to taste and see that the Lord is good. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear it or not, but the wind is actually, you can actually hear the wind blowing up here in these mountains. Yeah, you can. It's loud. It's phenomenal. Every once in a while, it blew everything off the table. We had to stop. Family, yeah, we did. some serious wind up here. It's beautiful, right. magnificent. And you know, this home that we're at is actually built into the rock. It's built into the mountain. You see the rocks behind me. Let that be a reminder to you. You know, the word says, if we stay silent, the rocks will cry out. Come on. So when I see that, I always it's a reminder to me to praise the Lord. Amen. It is time to praise the Lord. So this show is for you. The reason why we do this show is because we want to be an encouragement to you in the Word of God. John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus said, if you will continue in my Word, then you truly are my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So we believe today that you're receiving revelation of the truth that sets you free and free indeed. We want to thank you, Team Mylan. We want to thank you for your generous giving, for your prayers. They are making a difference in the kingdom of God. It's your giving that paid for this high-tech TV gear that we've got with us today, this equipment. And now we are filming these beautiful shows for you so that we can share the good news of the gospel all around the world. You have part in that. We're reaching the multitudes in the valley of decision for the day of the Lord is near. And that's because of your seed sown. So thank you for that. Thank Thank you for your faithful prayers. We want you to know we are praying for you too. And if you have a specific prayer request, would you go please to mylan.org? You can connect with us there or you can email us at prayer at mylan.org. We have a prayer team standing by who's ready to pray in agreement with you for the victory. Hallelujah. So today what we want to talk to you about is who's on the throne. I like that title. That's right. I've heard my honey preach this many times. And what that means is who's in charge at your house? Yeah. (laughs) Who's in control? King Jesus Mm. or you? (laughs) That's (laughs) good. Unfortunately, that's the only two options. (laughs) That's right. Um, Yeah. What happens when you get really, really mad or your feelings get really hurt and you get really emotional? Mm -hmm. Is Jesus taking off the throne at that point and Mm. uh, told, okay, you wait up in heaven. I'll talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> I got to deal with this, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, the bottom line is the Lord is the Lord of all. Who yeah. is who is this King Jesus that Amen. we're talking about? Let me read you a little bit of it. Philippians 2 and verse 8 through 11 says, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, mm-hmm. even the death of the cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name, the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and on earth 
and those under the earth that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's who we're talking about. He's not my buddy. He's my Lord. Yeah. (laughs) He's not, you know, some people talk about the man upstairs. No, this is God Almighty, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. There's an image sometimes people talk about daddy God, you know, a little kid sitting in daddy's lap. That's a good thing. He takes care of us. He keeps us safe like he does little children. But at some point we have to grow up. The Bible says when we were a child, we acted like we spoke as a child. Mm-hmm. But when we get old, when we grow up, we put away childish things. And that's what time it is. It's time for us to do our part for for our big brother, King Jesus. Yeah. Glory to God. He, he made it so that our Father, we could be joint heirs with King Jesus. We could inherit from His Father what He inherits from His mm. Father. Praise God, man. Revelation 19:16 says, And He has on His robe and on His thigh a name written, King, King of, kings of Kings and Lord of Lords. Lord of Lords. Man, Thank he's you, coming Jesus. back to get us, man. We're going to yes. read it ourselves. Hallelujah. Psalms 24, 8 says, Who is this King of glory? Mm-hmm. The Lord, strong, strong and mighty. The Lord, invincible in battle. Mm-hmm. I put that in a song one time. I love that. Invincible yes, love. amen. Psalm 24 and verse 10 says, Who is the King of glory? The Lord of heaven's armies. Woo-hoo. He is the King of glory. Yeah. Now, he ain't messing around. No, that's the right. The Lord of heaven's armies. The King of heaven's armies. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Jesus is on the throne. Yes, he is. The Lord of heaven's army. He is the King of glory. Man, king that thrills me. Jesus is the Lord of heaven's armies. He cannot be beat. He cannot lose a battle or a war or anything like that. He is invincible. It's impossible to beat him. Right. And you know, the point of this teaching here is just reminding you that we serve King Jesus. Yeah, come on. You know, there's a level of we submit to him as our King, our Master, our Lord. It's a reverence in how we approach him is, um, you know, what Mylon and I like to say is at our house, King Jesus is the boss, right? (laughs) That's what we say. So there's a revelation that we need to understand. The reason why he's on the throne is because he's king. He -hmm. is king. And we also need a revelation of his power. Paul's prayer for the church to receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation of the power of God that is available to us, in us and for us, when we believe in the Lordship of Jesus. Now this prayer, I'm sure you've heard us talk about this prayer, and we pray it over our partners every day. We encourage you to pray it over your life. It's in Ephesians 1, 17 through 19, but on this passage, I'm gonna focus on verses 19 through 23. And in the NLT, it's really beautiful. It says, I also pray, this is Paul speaking to the church, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above Mm. any ruler, any authority, or power, or leader, or anything else. Anything. It doesn't matter who's in control on this earth right now. The kings of this kingdom, our Jesus, He is King of yes, kings, he is. and He is far above. 
any leader that's living right now, that's in charge right now, he is far above any ruler, authority, power, or leader, not only in this world, but in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and made him head over all things for the benefit of the church, for our benefit. Jesus is head over all things. Praise God. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. Luke 22, 69 says, but from now on, the son of man will be seated in the place of power at God's right hand. Mm. Praise God. The kingdom of God is the king's dominion. Yes, That's where we live. And if you live in the kingdom of God, the king has dominion in your life. He has the final say and he has all the power and he's given you that power if you'll honor his lordship. That's right, baby. On the other hand, if you choose not to, if you choose to do things your way, then that's your kingdom. Mm. It's not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God means that Jesus, who is the king of the kingdom, has dominion over me and you. Yes. His word is the final word in Mm -hmm. our lives. Yes, it is. That's what makes him king. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to share here, who has the final yeah, say. Amen. That is something you need to really think about in your life. When a problem comes up, when a disagreement comes up, a situation, yes, who yes. has the final say in your yeah, marriage? Yeah, yeah. Who has the final say with your boss or who you're working for or pastors or leaders, right? There would be no reason for divorce if people could come together and who has the final say? Yeah, if somebody it. has it, if God has it, mm-hmm. then it solves the problem. Amen. It doesn't mean I go to my pastor that sees things my way and I go to sister so-and-so who sees things my way yeah, and we good. vote and try to argue and try to figure out Negotiate, who wins. No, yeah. God wins. Amen. His word is the truth. Yeah. If we both submit to it, we got no problem. Amen. We're not fighting over mm-hmm. control. He's in control. Yeah. And that's good. That's good. Amen. Whoever has the final say is Lord. I want to say that again. Whoever has the final say is on the throne of your life. Mm -hmm. Either you or Jesus. Yeah, that's good, Marilyn. Proverbs 3 in verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Amen. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Mm. If you underline so things good. in your Bible or take notes, I would underline all, the word all. Mm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on, don't think that you know what's best. Mm-hmm. That means lean on your own understanding. Yeah. God is so much more, he's so much more intelligent than I'll ever be. His ways are higher than our ways. His, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. If I trust in Him with all my heart, and if I lean not on my own understanding, mm-hmm. but in all my ways, if there's some way that I have not acknowledged His Lordship, yeah. then I want to do that today. Yeah, that's good. God, I know I have gone my own way. I've got angry. I've said things I shouldn't have said. I've done things I shouldn't have done. I took you off the throne. Mm-hmm. I know that's wrong. I had to pay the price for it. You were merciful. It still had a consequence, though. Mm -hmm. Pride goes before fall. I don't want to keep falling. 
I really would like to fix this once and for all, God. I'd like to submit to you in all my ways. Amen. I'd like to acknowledge your Lordship. If you're still leaning on your own intelligence and understanding, then you're on the throne. You're in charge. That's right. And you know, another area, we're going to give you some areas of your life that you can look at and see, well, did who's on the throne in that area? Who's on the throne on the area of our health? Proverbs 3, 7 through 8 says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. And that's what we're just talking about. Don't lean on your own understanding. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It yes. will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Praise God. So if you choose to trust in the Lord with all of your heart, that will result in health for you, for your physical body and strength to your bones. The fear of the Lord is a holy reverence of him. When it says here, fear the Lord and depart from evil, it's talking about a reverence of him again as King Jesus, right? Almighty God. Nowadays, we're not hearing much about the reverence that we need to have for King Jesus. We're hearing more about this concept of crawling up in his lap as daddy God, which I think is essential too. But it's so important that you acknowledge him as king. Um, This lifestyle of acknowledging him on the throne of your life and all of your decisions. In the NLT, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Praise God. When he shows you which path to take, that path is already blessed. It's already successful. You want his path. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. (laughs) That's so good. No matter how many degrees we have, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord, reverence him, turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Wow. Who's on the throne of your life will ultimately and directly affect your health. Exactly, my love. Wow. They came to Jesus and uh, told him that his family was outside, his mother and brothers. They wanted to talk to him. And his response was, who are my family except they who do the will of my Father? And that's who we're looking for today. This thing that we refer to as Team Milan, it's just about partnership between us and the Lord, of course. He does his part. And maybe it's you. That's a decision you have to make. But I'm looking for family. I'm looking for people who, that's who my family is. Those who want to do the will of my Father more than anything else on the earth. Because that's what I want to do. And of course, I need help doing that. And we'll do our part. We're just making a commitment to anybody who wants to be a part of leading people to Jesus, of teaching them how to have better health and holy matrimony and all the wonderful things that God is offering in His Word. There are multitudes, the Bible says, in the valley of decision right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for somebody who will help me reach the multitude to pray about it Mm -hmm. and to finance the kingdom of God being shed abroad in the hearts of the multitudes who are looking for the right decision. We have the information they need. Mm -hmm. It's called revelation of the Word of God. And we have the Holy Spirit 
and the anointing to minister the truth to them yeah. and to set them free. So if you want to help us reach the multitude, you just go to Milan.org and click on Team Milan today. Let me put this one to you. Who's on the throne of your finances? Proverbs 3 and verse 9 and 10 says, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Mm. That's a promise from God if you honor him with your possessions. Yeah. If so Jesus good. is on the throne of our finances, we will have abundance. Right. That's what God said. That's the promise, yeah. How about the throne of our mistakes and failures? Mm. Who, who gets the blame, in other words? Right. Who's really, really in charge? <laughs> Proverbs 3 and verse 11 and 12 says, My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline, and don't be upset when He corrects you, for the Lord corrects those He loves. Yes. Just as a father corrects a child in whom He delights. Mm. When the Lord corrects you, Who's on the throne? How, How have you yeah. responded? Yeah. Who has the final say? Do you receive his correction or do you resist his correction? Mm. That will tell you who's on the throne. Jesus did not preach acceptance. He preached repentance. Yes. He said when, when we make a mistake, we humble ourselves and admit it's not God. We're not blaming on him. He's always faithful. Yeah. If somebody missed it, it's never it's not God. Him. Yeah. It's always us. Yeah, amen. So I'm believing that this is going to get better and better as we travel down this road. Matthew 4 and verse 17 says, From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yes. 1 John 1 and verse 8 through 10 says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Glory to God. Amen. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar. We're calling God a liar. And His word is not in us. So we have sinned. We've all sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God. But we can put Him back on the throne by humbling ourselves and admitting that. That's Amen. it. We put him on the throne when that's we're right. quick to repent. Yes, that's Amen. Right, and then also, who's on the throne of our relationships? Matthew 10, 37 says, He who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Now, I know that this is heavy, but according to King Jesus, we cannot allow our family to have the final say. If we allow our family to sit on the throne of our life, then he is not in control. He doesn't have the final say if our family does. I know this may be uncomfortable to some. We love our family. Yes. My goodness, we're so thankful. Family is God's design. He wants us to have family that's an encouragement to us and a blessing to our lives, but we still have to keep him on the throne. Amen. Right? Um, our family can't have the final say in our life. Jesus has to have the final say if we want him on the throne. If we want our lives blessed, if we want to walk in the fullness of our call, then for me, let me put it on me, King Jesus has the final say. That means his word 
is the final say. That means we keep his kingdom first. Yes. And yeah. his righteousness. Right. We can't let other people in our family tell Dictate. us what the word says. Right. We must hear that from God himself. Right. He, he says, actually says, the Holy Spirit is your teacher. Mm-hmm. And he'll teach you how to do these things. Um, but we can't let anybody else uh, demand that we do them a certain way. That's, that's God's business. Yeah, that's right. And so today we just want to encourage you again, this whole message about keeping Jesus on the throne. Who's on the throne Amen. of your life? Do you have the final say? Do others have the final say? Or does King Jesus have the final say? Amen. Amen. When King Jesus is on the throne, we have a spirit-led life. Yeah, amen. We are either led by the spirit or dominated by the flesh. And our understanding, in other words. And by the way, the flesh reaps corruption, but the spirit gives us life. That's why God wants us to live by the spirit. And let me say this, you know, the spirit leads, the flesh is driven. Yeah, it does. But the spirit leads. Yeah. And so you can't be driven and led by the Holy Spirit That's at the same right. time. And I learned that from Mylan. I love right. that example. And you know, in my life, when I, I turned 40, for some reason, I just had this expectation and it was uh, many years ago now. <laughs> but at that time, at that season, I really expected to be at a different point in my life than I was in the natural, what it looked like. And I remember being so frustrated and asking the Lord, what's up, right? What's going on? And I remember in that moment, the Lord was speaking to me about contentment, that in order for me to keep him on the throne, of my life, I needed to learn contentment where he had called me in that moment, in that season. Paul talks about, for I've learned how to be content, satisfied to the point where I'm not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I'm in. And I remember when I made that choice to be content at that season. And the moment I made that, there was an immediate turn and we started experiencing increase. The things that I had been believing for, now the dam broke and those things we started being yeah. overtaken yeah. with the blessing yeah. of the Lord right. that he required to keep him on the throne, to give him final say in that area of my right. life. He told me, learn Christy, how to be content. Yeah. Yeah. Be happy right now. And when I, when I obeyed, that situation turned and we experienced increase. So that's just another example of learning how to surrender to his lordship. Amen. Well, he, he will exalt us in due season. Yes. In other words, he knows when it's due season. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't. But we yeah. always think it's now. Yeah. We're yeah always we do. Pushing we now. always, and I was the so driven, were, right? Yeah. I was driven. You were yeah. so driven by yeah. ambition yes. and the desire to bigger is better. Bigger is better, and, right, right. And, Instead of being patient and waiting and learning yeah, that's and it. receiving correction yes. and direction yeah. and direction and the perfection that eventually comes from that. Yeah. That's God's way. Yeah, it is. Man, that's phenomenal. That's so good. So Romans eight thirteen says this, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will you live. You will live, yeah. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, yes. these are the sons of God. So be led by the Spirit. Yeah. You are the children of the Most High God, the sons and daughters of the living God. Mm-hmm. Be led by the Holy Ghost. Keep yeah. Jesus 
on the throne. Yeah, that's it. Well, I just want to encourage you right now to take a moment. If there's any area of your life that we've discussed with you that you need to repent, you realize I didn't yeah. keep King Jesus on the throne in Amen. that area and you need to surrender that to the Lord. Just take a moment right now mm. between him and, um, and you and just let him know, King Jesus, I repent. I desire Amen. to keep you on the throne of my life in every area and every that. decision, yes, every choice I need to yes, make. God. And say this with me, Jesus, Jesus, you are Lord of you all. You are Lord of all. And I acknowledge you as my king. And I acknowledge you as my king. Hallelujah. Well, we agree you, with Lord. you that from this day forward, it's going to be Thank different. You. It's going to be better. Amen. You're experiencing a turnaround right yes, now. Yes, you are. In the name of Jesus. And we also want to encourage you, if you want to learn more about how we learn to surrender all, Mylon talks about this in Without Him, his book, his testimony, and how the Lord taught him to surrender to the Lordship of Jesus and Amen. keep him on the throne. Yes. So check out that book. And then also our podcast, if you need encouragement on the go, we've got On the Road to Freedom available on every platform. And our Church on the Run daily digital devotional. Don't miss out on it. It's so cool. Filmed on our Harley, on location, yeah. beautiful places all over the country. So these are all resources for you because we know if you stay in the Word, it will keep you on, on the, the road, road to, to freedom. freedom. Well, we love to hear your testimonies. Just like it says in John, we have no greater joy than to hear that you are walking in the truth. So I have a few testimonies I'd like to share with you concerning receiving the right word at the right moment and that it's good to you when you hear it. That's what Proverbs says, and that's what we pray over the show. Amen. And here's what Marcia said. She says, did you really just say, show them how to get out of this bad situation <laughs> and what they are to do? She says, wow, I was just saying that this last hour. Thank you for that prayer. Perfect Holy Spirit timing. Amen. Thanks for the hug. Isn't that good when God does that? God is so good. And we also got a message from Instagram that says, wow, yet so much more than wow. I just finished watching the broadcast. I'm so thankful I found the website. So thankful for your Instagram. Check out our social media sites. You know, you can be a social media evangelist too by liking and sharing our post. Yes. And she said, each word out of your mouths is like sweet honey. <laughs> That's good. I needed to hear every word you said. So today we just want to encourage you that we believe when you watch On the Road to Freedom, you're receiving a word in due season and it'll be good to you when you hear it. And if you have any prayer requests, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you and your testimonies at mylan.org. Have a great day.